Big idea. Jesus was courageous when it cost him followers and loyal when it cost him his life. Our weekly identity statement, I am courageous for the cause of Christ and faithful to his cause no matter how high the cost. And our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart, for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. We've spent most of this week focusing on courage, primarily because it's a huge missing component in the church today. We'll look at that more tomorrow. But today, we need to make sure we understand what loyalty is, because loyalty is also largely absent from the church of today as well. Do you remember what loyalty is? We defined it earlier in the week. This is what we said. Loyalty is fulfilling the mission, even when it comes at great personal cost. Loyalty is fulfilling the mission, even when it comes at great personal cost. While there are certainly some things we are loyal to these days, like we're especially loyal to our smartphones, most of what we are loyal to has faded. For a long time, divorce rates were consistently rising, but now they're not. But that's not necessarily good news either, because people aren't even committing to marriage as much as they used to. Those who are loyal to a church for more than a few years have become less standard. We're also not loyal to local businesses or even family anymore. We're loyal to ourselves. We're loyal to our selfish desires. That's where our primary loyalties lie. Now, we will be loyal to what we think is important. But if anyone else tries to force me to be loyal to something else that I don't care about, don't expect me to care. Part of the reason we have so many immature Christians in America these days is for this very reason. Let me explain. One of the greatest ways we grow into a deeper relationship with God and with others is by working through problems when they arise. You don't become a mature adult by running when a problem comes up. You become mature by working through it. And the more things you work through, the more you learn, the more you become the kind of person who doesn't constantly tick others off. But... If you leave when there's something you don't like, whether it's the church or relationships or a job or whatever it is, you never learn how to adapt and grow up. No wonder Facebook and media is filled with a bunch of adults acting like children. That's what we are. Loyalty is a huge part of the kingdom of God. If you can't be loyal to the people you rub shoulders with, you'll never be loyal to a God you can't see. If you can't be loyal to the people you see with your eyes, you won't be loyal to a God who is unseen. Eventually, the cost will be too great and you'll jump ship. But loyalty is pretty much a dominant theme in the New Testament. It was huge to Jesus. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. But look at some of these key verses that describe loyalty in the New Testament. Revelation chapter 2, verse 25 and 26. Except to hold on to what you have until I come. Hold on to what you have until I come. To the one who is victorious and does my will to the end, I will give authority over the nations. 1 John chapter 2, verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out, that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. Matthew chapter 13, verse 21. Since he doesn't have any roots, he lasts only a little while. When suffering or persecution comes along because of the word, he immediately falls. 
John chapter 13, verse 34 through 35. I'm giving you a new commandment. Love each other in the same way that I have loved you. Everyone will know that you are my disciples because of your love for each other. And 1 John chapter 3, verse 24. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. The one who gets authority, according to Revelation 2, are the ones who were loyal. To John, loyalty was a marker proving someone's faith in Christ. Loyalty is the result of having deep roots in Christ. Loyalty to one another is a sign to unbelievers that Jesus is who he said he was. In fact, the very concept of abiding in the vine is intertwined with loyalty. If we want to produce fruit, we have to be loyal to the vine. The older I get, the more impressed I am with loyalty. I used to think that people were courageous for, for leaving a church to find a church that they thought was better and, and living out the mission better. But what a fool I was for thinking that. It takes no courage at all to jump ship. It takes no courage at all to, to go find the currently trending church. It takes no courage at all to make church all about you and the fulfillment of your personal preferences and desires. But it takes incredible courage to be faithful to a church for years and years on end. It takes incredible courage to face conflict, to face problems, to face drama head-on with a loyal mindset. And that's the kind of loyalty that, that has a great personal cost. It takes courage to follow through with commitment for years and years on end. Not just in church, but friendships and marriages and families, neighbors and, and the like. That impresses the heck out of me. Loyalty is fulfilling the mission even when it comes at great personal cost. If you want to experience depth in relationships, you have to pay the price. That's why most of the world around us doesn't know what it means to have a great relationship. Their idea of loyalty is, is contractual. I'll be loyal to you as long as you don't do something I don't like. If you do, I'm gone. Remember that quote I shared earlier this week? The only people I owe my loyalty to are those who never made me question theirs. That's how the world thinks about loyalty. And that's contractual loyalty. Covenant works different than that. And covenantal love is exactly what all Christians are called to. Loyalty is something all Christians give to all Christians. It's not based on personal preferences. It's not based on doctrine and whatever our version of the truth is. All that stuff is moot. Regardless of denominational affiliation, we are all the body of Christ, period. There is no us in them. It's all we. And when it comes to you and the local church God has planted you in, the same thing is true. God doesn't often transplant people. He has you where you are for a reason. No, it's not always glamorous. In fact, kingdom work rarely is. Just ask Jesus. But in the compounding interest, in the day-in, day-out, continual faithfulness, we will find a richness of relationship unknown by the world at large. And that's what we were designed for. But the only way to get there is to have the courage to be loyal when the world around you tells you to be the exact opposite. 
Our daily scripture focus comes from Hosea chapter 6, verse 6. For I delight in loyalty rather than sacrifice, and in the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Think of a relationship in the church where you'd been feeling the pull to jump ship. Imagine yourself now sticking with that relationship from now until you die. Imagine yourself bound to them with an eternal bond in Christ. Imagine that that you're tied to them forever. If you were going to be tied to someone for the rest of your life, how would you treat and think and act differently towards them? Reflect. Has loyalty been a mark of your faith in Christ? Would non-believers look at your loyalty to other believers through thick and thin and be dumbfounded by it? Or have you been quick to leave when things get difficult? Third, repent. If loyalty is a weakness for you, feel in your heart a desire to change and decide in your mind to act differently from this point forward. You are a person who is fiercely loyal to your brothers and sisters in Christ, even when it comes at a great personal cost to you. You are fiercely loyal to the mission and cause of the kingdom of God, even if it costs you your life. And finally, thank God. Thank God that he is faithful to us even when we are faithless to him. Thank God that Christ was loyal to the cause to the point of death. And thank God that he is making you supernaturally loyal to his body and his mission. 